Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbougie food guest already i have a guest in the booth with me all the way from la my sister beverly is here in town Woo-hoo, go rams sorry vikings <laughs> wow y'all didn't make it to the super bowl this year we still love you so thank you all so much for tuning in and just being with us it is i have to say a glorious saturday morning we have made it through the polar vortex we have survived and i'm gonna say that because coming from los angeles well my sister coming from los angeles but me just generally from los angeles overall uh yeah i've never experienced anything like what we had in the past week ever snow days for kids or for children as well as for adults no nothing like that ever ever uh and then what negative 27 degrees with a wind chill factor of like 55 50 and stuff what is this yeah that was a little uh disconcerting it was a, it was a little harsh yeah exactly very much like so like the universe was trying to tell us something uh it is (laughs) it is y'all need to take better care of yourselves uh anyway thank you all so much for tuning in once again i just wanted to kind of like get that out the way because yeah i'm so glad that we're in i know we're still in winter but we need a warmer warmer temperatures believe me my dog thanks you i thank you (laughs) Trust me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Mr. F- Mr. Winter, Mr. Frost, or whatever. whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> you are sitting down with me this morning, along with my sister, visiting from Los Angeles. And she's just going to be joining me while we talk about a really awesome place that we've gone to this past, what, Tuesday that yes. she got here? Taco Tuesday. Uh, yeah, not, we're not talking about Taco John's either, but, you know, it is, it is Mexican yeah latin mexican flavor fair so so good good. um well first and foremost i would encourage you to join the conversation too you know especially if you have a really awesome place that you'd like us to talk about or you'd like to share the number to the radio station to talk to us is 651 200 3479 
Um, once again, that's 651-200-3479. And, you know, as always, I always encourage you to follow me on Facebook or all social media. So Facebook, as you know, is The Unbougie Foodie. Instagram is The underscore Unbougie Foodie. And then, of course, Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie. But also, uh, you know, like you're listening to the, today's show right now, if you've missed past shows, you'll have an opportunity to also hear um, archive shows as well. Uh, my shows are recorded and make them available on SoundCloud and um, through also my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Um, again, where you'll hear archived or past um, shows, um, as well as you know, articles that I've written for a community newspaper in the past. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Um, and for those of you who are unsure of how to spell bougie or unbougie, <laughs> wow. let me help you out. It's U-N-B-O-U-G-I-E, unbougie. And foodie is an I-E, ends in I-E. Yeah, she's being very helpful. <laughs> uh, good morning. Good morning. So, gosh, do we just jump right in it or do we talk about uh, how? Well, how are you doing? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. So you already talked about having to bear these harsh weather, these harsh conditions. Exactly. I'm doing well. I feel great. A little stuffy, but I slept very well last night. And I'm glad that we have a nice little change in the weather. Uh, I got my sexy voice on because, you know, <laughs> whenever I'm sick, I sound sexy. I don't, I don't know why. It's just a thing, I guess. Potato, turnip, <laughs> whatever, I don't know. Um, but we, we are going to talk about a place, a wonderful place called El, El Sombrero. Sombrero. <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you, folks, if you have never been to this place, you got to go. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 fun. It's spacious enough. I, gosh, I don't know. It's very unassuming. If you're not familiar with uh, you know, El Sombrero in Little Canada, so a little bit north of like 36. We were uh, looking for some place to chow down for for Taco Tuesdays and he lives here and he's familiar exactly. you know, he's the food bougie food. He knows about a bunch of different places but like food trucks specifically, but you know, a red one at a restaurant. Yeah. And when you first walk in, it's just such a nice atmosphere. It's bright. Uh the as soon as you walk in, you're hit with the, you know, the the decor which is really nice and then there's the the pictures of the food all over the wall and people that we encountered seemed to be regulars and just kind of directed yeah. us to go to the back you know the back of the restaurant there's a, a large part of the restaurant that's like for seating before you ever get to the bar and to the actual place where you with you where you register or you know you, you're you're at the register but yeah. yeah, I mean, she's she's right. I mean, true enough, there is a sign that says, please wait to be seated. But I guess maybe during the vo polar vortex, they were kind of like, <laughs> yeah, please just forego that and have a seat. Why? <laughs> right. There was there was only a probably I'd say with us included, maybe about 15 people up in there. Right. And I think it's a place that holds at least. I'd say 150. Yeah. Minimum. It's, it's huge. Yeah. It's, quite it's very long. Huge. I, 
goes all the way to the back. If you want, if it was a spot that you wanted to go to after work or have a little group get together there, that they'd be able to accommodate you, no problem. Right. I mean, especially when you know they have happy hour, and we're talking about food and adult beverages. I'm just saying, from three to seven. Yeah, um, Sunday through Thursday. So we so we we caught the the happy hour. We we did catch happy hour, which was really good. And And the drink that we had was a margarona. It was very good. I didn't think I'd be able to finish it, and I was right. I wasn't. But Wesley finished his. Thank you for that. <laughs> so first off, the address to El Sombrero, again, as I mentioned, it is in La... Uh, wow. Little Canada. La no, Canada. Right. That's what I was just about to say. I know. That's a shameful. Little Canada, and I just said it a moment ago, Little Canada, the address is, oh man, 2900 Rice Street, um, Suite 310, that's St. Paul, Minnesota, 55113. Um, they they're open today at 11 by the way so you know if you're just interested and you might want to check something out maybe for lunch you never know yeah, or it doesn't just have to be taco out. tuesday no, it exactly. just so happened that it was and a shout out to jose and, and jose, jose. <laughs> <laughs> i hope you guys are listening if if not i told we totally understand you're probably getting ready prepping and everything but we really do appreciate your uh, your hospitality, your uh, service, yeah, it your was really food. awesome. Gosh. It, w- it was really awesome. It really was. Okay, the, so my sister, you know, she is, um, she likes the green mishmash. Yeah, I love guacamole. <laughs> uh, I cannot really. Um, it makes him ill. Yes. So that's the only excuse that I give him that I don't ride him for not uh, partaking. But it was so good. Um, and if I if I would have known that it, they were going to include it in one of my dishes that they brought, I wouldn't have ordered it. You know, like a to a, it was a side huge. Dish. It was, it was like... a huge dish. And I'm not a hot girl. I I really don't like spicy food. I like food to taste good, of course. I like it to be well-seasoned and for there to be, like, flavor. But there's other ways of adding flavor than just adding heat. And uh, But but I am trying to up my heat game. So the salsa and chips that they brought was good. It was very, you know, know, well-seasoned. Had a little bit of kick to it, but I, I could handle it. But I was able to mix a little bit of it in with the guac, and it was awesome so good so tasty so enjoyable so i i feel sorry for bro that he can't have any guacamole because it's the bomb i sure did take mine home i sure took mine home yeah she was she she really was uh enjoying (laughs) enjoying quite a bit i was raving about it so uh i i had fish tacos I just have to say that if you're not familiar with having um, fish tacos, um, sometimes the fish can be rubbery or dry. Do you you get what I'm saying, sister? Oh, I I, I totally do. That's one of the reasons why I very rarely eat fish tacos. Maybe a shrimp taco here or there, but when it's just normally just regularly fish, I shy away from it because I've never found or I've never had an experience where it wasn't dry or caked together or flavorless. 
So yeah, I, I, I get it. Mine wasn't that way at all. It was flavored. It was seasoned. It was, it was everything that I wanted it to be. And then some. Yeah. And then the thing about it is, is that it, it was, it was moist. Sorry. I know some folks don't like that word, but it was moist. Just say it like the unbougie foodie says it. it like you moist. mean it. It was moist. <laughs> uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. You're dumb. <laughs> uh, and just. There's this, well, the chipotle sauce that they gave you, too. And she doesn't like heat. She doesn't, so I didn't give her the heat. Uh, but, man, I I can't speak highly enough uh, about it. And some folks, they don't like fish sauce. I mean, fish sauce. Fish tacos. Uh, because they feel that, I don't know, it's too fishy. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I know. Fish or, sauce? Or, fishy? Did I say what? fish sauce? I'm sorry. Fish tacos. That's what I meant. Fish tacos. <laughs> fish tacos. Sorry. My bad. Um, uh, fish tacos. My fault. So, by the way, I want to say hello to those that are on Facebook. We are going Facebook Live. Sorry. You know, we kind of like jumped right in with that. With that. So, I want to say hello to everybody that's on Facebook Live. Um, Definitely you know wanted you know that fish taco was just really really good and to have that be for me it's one of the major things when we're talking about mexican aside from like carnitas uh, el pastor you know the the different type of tacos for me having a fish taco at a mexican restaurant or or establishment sets the bar as and my expectation of what that the quality of food is actually going to be so it was really enjoyable for me to just i don't know just to uh, taste that and let's be real so um most of us are familiar with uh street tacos right you know from the truck that has the meat <clears throat> excuse me sorry it has cilantro and onions and uh, maybe a little sauce and you can add all, you know, your lime and your onions and more onions and your different uh, types of sauces. That is like the traditional street taco. So, you know, the way we quote unquote Americans like it with cheese and with sour cream and all that and lettuce is not traditional because once you step into that realm of adding those kinds of ingredients, it's no longer a taco, it's something else. But they accommodate both tastes. You know, it was really cool. They had something called a super taco. And I appreciated it because I love the I love flour tortillas. I, I love corn tortillas too, but I have a, um, a a deeper love for for flour. So they deep fried the flour tortilla, and it was ground beef or chicken, and it had you know fresh tomatoes cut up on top. There was lettuce, there was sour cream, and it was so enjoyable, so good. It was I felt like I had made a taco at home but just with a little bit of more panache and everything came with rice and beans and it was just so I could have just not had any of the meat or any of the tortillas and just eaten the rice and beans. It was so, it was just that good. It was really, really good. Um, Bro had the tacos, uh, the fish tacos. I had 
a super taco and I had a carnitas burrito. Now, I was ready to be overwhelmed by this huge honking thing <laughs> covered with cheese and stuff. And even though I wasn't able to eat all of it, it really was a, uh, it was a full plate, but it was very like well-sized where you don't feel overwhelmed. And the cheese sauce that they put on top of the, the uh, burrito, it wasn't melted cheese. You know, it was like actually like a, queso. Yeah, Good. yeah, queso. quality queso. Yeah, like 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 a nacho quality, or like not quality but consistency. Nacho cheese, and it was just on there, and it was perfect. It wasn't overwhelming. I was, I would love to go there again. I really would, and I, I would recommend it to um, other people. That may or may not happen. I don't know. Today is probably a, supposed to be a day of. Uh, original pancake house oh um don't try and take my original pancake house away please i see if i was gonna be here longer then i could say you know maybe we can go again but i totally understand when i'm only gonna be here for a short period of time we're gonna hit the spot one time and we're gonna keep it pushing because there's just so many great places that you guys have here in the twin cities to eat exactly that deserve to be eaten at more than once but you know when you're here on a visit you're hilarious you gotta eat wipe your mouth and sometimes not even that and uh, then just go mm. well i want to encourage everyone uh, out there um, audience listeners definitely those that are even on facebook as well you know feel free to join the conversation um the telephone number uh, that you could call into um to the radio station 651-200-3479 um you certainly have an opportunity to speak to us and again join the conversation don't be shy we won't <laughs> bite unless nope. you want us to it's not that type of show <laughs> it's a food show yeah well there's we, biting involved yeah exactly mastication <laughs> so um yeah that was a, that was a great food experience I, I it feels like every time i visit there's someplace it's, new. Yeah, there's someplace new, and and there's then there's the old solids, the, the the standards, the ones that are like not going anywhere. And I'm looking forward to going uh, to that spot later on tonight, possibly. Pimento. Pimentos. Pimentos. Uh, very. But we're going there for for uh, other reasons, nefarious reasons. Yeah, that don't have much to do with eating. No, exactly. But yeah. it's it all goes hand in hand. Uh, so. Tomorrow is Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. And I have to be honest, you know, my reasons over the years for appreciating or, or watching Super Bowl have changed. I initially used to watch the game for, you know, more carnal reasons. Um, she still does that. <laughs> but, you know, now I'm usually supporting a team. Before I was rooting for whoever had the ball and was running and had, you know, a tight end. But um, now I'm, <laughs> I'm actually a fan of certain teams. But really what I'm a fan of is the foods and the spreads and the extent that people go to to create these yummy things to eat. So what would be awesome is if some of you have some good plans or some just old fashioned regular plans to call in. Once again, the number is area code 651-200-3479. And let us know some of the things that you're gonna be preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Exactly. 
Hey, you know, I, I'm just gonna I'm putting people's business out there <laughs> right now. Uh, I'm there's some I'll say friends or individuals that we're, we very know of here in the Twin Cities and so forth. Um, they're down in Atlanta, you know, preparing chef. Uh, you know, as some folks would say, chefing it up and doing all kinds of craziness and having foods and whatnot. Um, hi, Sister Barbara. <laughs> She's saying good morning. Hi, Sister Barbara. Um, but they're experiencing a whole lot down there. Um, I mean, the f- definitely, I guess, preparing for the Super Bowl. <laughs> the preparing for the Super Bowl. It's like, are you dying over there? I'm okay. <laughs> uh, preparing for the Super Bowl. Um I don't know, appetizers, dishes, whatever they are actually. She's breaking up stuff over here, people. Shh, stop telling my business. Always being nosy. Yeah. And, and so they are, I could only imagine what they might be preparing or whipping up for friends, families, you know, business, catering, whatever the case is. I'm very much interested in, in that too. Um, that would have been one of the topics that we talked about next week um after you know folks what did you make what are some things that you're actually gonna i mean the standard things come on now are gonna be what chicken wings uh meatballs hot dogs yeah the little weenies burgers or sliders which reminds me do you like those little weenies I mean, uh, you know what I like better? I like when they replace them with like, let's just say a smoked sausage or a, a chicken applewood type thing. I like the, re- I don't like the standard sausage. They're too tiny. They're too salty. There's no flavor or not very much flavor. I mean, I was going to say, you know, I'm a basic girl and I'm not claiming basic stick chat, basic chick status by no means. Um, but I'm, you know, I, I can do the This is the not simple. a basic show. <laughs> I, I can do the simple. I can be happy with um, chips and salsa. and um, But I, I love to see people get creative and all the seven-layer dips and the explosive volcano desserts yeah. and, 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 and football-shaped cookies and bread cutouts. And I, 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 I'm there for that, too. I'm there. I'm there for it. But, yeah, for a spin on some of the old favorites that you have at the game, I would love to see some more um, different kinds of meats being used um, than just the standard, you know, meatball. I am a carnitas girl. I love pork. I love chuletos de puerco. We can't help it. We we from that, you know, we have that Central American blood in us. Yeah, so get that ground pork kicking it. Get it in. Season it up with some cilantro and some garlic. And it doesn't take a lot either. No. It does not take a lot. And I think, I don't know, maybe sometimes some folks are afraid. Okay, I understand about feeling some type of way about health reasons and not eating it and, and so forth. You know, definitely. What do I always say to each their own when it comes down to food or whatnot? Right. Um, no one's going to judge you or stone you no. because you've removed pork from your diet no. and all the names that i know will be will shall remain nameless mm. well <laughs> eat some bacon uh, girl uh, <laughs> you'll feel better wow um yeah I, I know a few people too but i'm not that <laughs> i'm i'm more a bit 
uh, I guess open or I don't know. You hear me talk about it so many, uh, so many different types of foods, whether it be vegan, plant based, whatever. I don't have a problem. Uh, I am a guy that likes food, no matter what it is. I mean, really, what is the pig doing with the bacon? I think that I have you, a lot of respect wait, for the you, pig. What they, is the pig doing with the bacon? Yes, I mean, I'm saying like, what are they going to do with it? You know, they're saving it for us to, you know, to make it more savory. Wait. They're making the ultimate sacrifice oh, to, brother. you know, save it up for us. Like they know that within their lives, there's not any use that they have for it other than to, you know, have that self-sacrificing spirit and to get in and to hold it in until we're ready for it. That's, that's what they do. They're such noble creatures. And I take my hat off to, to the pig to the pig oink oink my brothers and sisters oink oink okay you're so delicious yeah. um yeah <laughs> she's she's on one it's you never know what's actually going to come out the top of her head or anything like that just i'm just saying so anyway going back to the whole super bowl thing I really am interested in finding out what people are doing. I mean, true enough, it it was going to be you know the week later, but I, you know I I want to know. I would love to know. Um, what are you preparing? Is it something? Are you going with just the standard? Uh, you know the what we talked about, or are you going to do something different out of the box? You know, even what last year or the year before, I think the big mega thing on all over instagram was and i love sunny anderson i really really do um she's a food influencer she's a chef and everything you've seen on food network or other things but um uh, that whole creating a football stadium or uh, it was like a a little mini pool that was converted right. into you saw those right yes. and then yes. each little section had it's like for chips and for this and for you know the dip over here and then the the vegetables over on this side and then meats and the i'll just say the deli meats i was going to say charcuterie but that's you know if you're serving it on wood here you're serving right. it on a little plastic thing or right i don't know whatever I love, I love, I loved it. I really did, because um, you saw so many other people looking at it and doing their own. Very artistic, yeah. very crafty. Uh, it shows that the person put a lot of love into, uh, you know, the assembling it, and the presentation's a big deal. Of course. But I don't want to be judgmental, but sometimes when they put all the love into the presentation. What they're presenting isn't always very tasty. You know what I mean? That can be a thing. But anyway, not to say that it wasn't tasty and that but just keep that in mind for those of you who are into the big presentation. Make sure that what you're presenting actually tastes good. That's gonna be like triple kudos to you. Um, but you know what? I think that the flow or the mood of how people engage in Super Bowl activities as far as food is concerned right. is changing. You know, it's not always about, you know, you having something at home. Um, people order food. People um, do potlucks. Very true. People um, are like, I'm not cooking at all. I have the big screen TV. I have the comfortable setting, but we're going to order from here. So hopefully next week, I won't be here, but you'll call in and share with him, you know, some of your some some places that you ordered from and 
how that all turned out and don't be afraid to like i said call in but if you are too shy to call in or if you're listening from the tuned in app or um, later on from soundcloud please hit his website website up at www.theunbougiefoodie.com or even him on facebook at the unbougie foodie and leave him a comment leave him a message and he will definitely reply or read what you have to say and maybe if you leave an awesome enough comment he'll read it on air and you'll get a little prize Boop. yeah you never would know what that prize would actually be it could be anything anyway <laughs> taste it <laughs> i love when he says that uh <laughs> i want to everybody's familiar with quangs I haven't taken my sister to Quang's. She doesn't know about Quang's. They've got really great pho. Uh, they've got uh, really, I think they've got good egg rolls. That could be left questionable to other people because they feel, you know, Quang's is too greasy or too this or too, I don't know, whatever. I love their egg rolls. And I'm not talking about fresh rolls. There's there's a difference. You know, yesterday we had fresh rolls from Owns. That I, was Owns. That was Owns. That Thai. was so. I love Owns. Good. Thai. I could have just eaten, you know, like four of those, <laughs> and with the with the peanut sauce, there was something that was a little spicy, but I endured it because not it, peanut sauce. Remember, it was it's peanut in fish sauce. So oh, there was a crushed peanuts in that fish sauce and usually i don't even touch that stuff i'll just be like whatever y'all brought it it looks good but i'm not i'm not touching that but i was incited just by you know the visual of it and i and and the what what did we have fresh rolls yeah it was like this really paper thin almost gelatinous type of wrap and it had lettuce and sprouts and uh was there rice rice noodles girl rice noodles. oh and shrimp like lined up and it was so good you've had it before i know i've had it before it but just... i don't know if i had it from this place it was just yeah. really good and that sauce just did something extra to it you saw i came back from you know taking a break after the workshop was over and i came back and i ate the last of it because not just because I was hungry, but it was really good. I could see myself dipping that in some blue cheese and oh, a bunch of other stuff, but it was really good. <laughs> wow. It was good. That's hilarious. And what was the soup that we had? The tum kai? Yeah, it was shrimp and then um, chicken, chicken, the two different types. If you guys have never had this, you know, I, I'm a coconut milk fan because we use it in um, Belizean cooking uh, quite a bit and baking even and I don't know if coconut milk is the base I think it is because it was so thick and creamy and they put the mushrooms and they put the cilantro and you can take in every bite you can taste it and I got the shrimp and you know we will share and, and Wesley got the chicken it was, it was perfect for the weather that we're having. Exactly. I just wanted to pick it up and drink it like it was a milkshake. It was so, so very good. I think I wanted to have, I wanted, the next time I have that, I'm going to ask them if it's possible to add more mushrooms to that. Oh, I yeah. love mushrooms. I, do I mean, too. especially in that, there's just something about having mushrooms in it. And I don't, I don't, 
I don't know. I just, uh, I don't care. It's almost like a meat replacement. In this instance, if they wanted to say that I was being vegan and it didn't have the chicken or the shrimp in it, I would have still enjoyed it because of the the, the meatiness of the uh, right yeah of the mushroom. Those, um, I believe they were using button mushrooms, but you know the the full on button or the full stock and everything of the button. I mushroom. don't know what they do to the mushrooms before they add them to the soup, but they just blended so well and it soaked up the flavor of everything else that yeah. was there. It was just very 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 tasty. But, you know, so that, I mean, that's Owns Thai. With Quang's, what, the reason why I was bringing up Quang's is because they are actually going to be closing for a little bit. Oh, um, dining, well, not, I shouldn't say for a little bit. It's just like, a, to some folks, it's like a very brief time. To others, it might be devastatingly, I need my Quang's. You know, you can't close for, you know, six or seven days or whatever. Anyway, um, Eater Twin Cities, um, did an article on them and talked about uh, that it was you know we know this 30 year old restaurant um, in Minneapolis and they're going to be closing you know starting on you know this this Saturday so this upcoming Saturday or is it no it's today as a matter of fact so for six days they're going to close but they're going to be doing a huge remodel or doing renovation on the building itself and I don't know. I think probably remodel is probably great. Um, I, I do like the space right now how it is because it's it's almost like you. It's this huge room and there's just tables. All you see is like a sea of tables, which is kind of funny. But you know, it's. I guess you would say they consider it maybe a small space or whatever. But nah, it's it's definitely becoming a place that needs to be updated. Um. Yeah, and and so this is going to be a major renovation for them. So they are going to be going, you know, closing. It's just for like six or seven days. So not to worry. Won't have to worry about it. Hey, it's going to be a month. As long as they don't change the food. Right, and I think that's important. I I hate when you get you. I, I hate when. Uh, a place that you eat is inconsistent like some days you go there and you order your favorite and it's amazing and then another day you go there it might be a little off but you're so dedicated to the experience you had the first time and the tastes and the flavors that you go back again and then maybe you'll get another off time and and then sometimes when people change and make these kinds of changes um, you're all for the changes but just don't change the food, please. Don't don't fire a chef or whatever. Give them another chance because your customers really appreciate their work. Well, I mean that that would open up a whole entire conversation, different conversation actually for some. Um, I think it's gonna it would be kind of hurtful to them if they went off and you know the I, I want to say yeah the quality of food or if there's now because they're doing this renovation that they okay now we've got to reinvent what we've been doing um if what you've been doing has gotten you been successful for you this far there's nothing wrong with adding some things maybe feeling that you could improve on some things to even make it better but don't go off and do a a full change so i mean i understand what you're saying um the chef part 
Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Because sometimes chefs, they, they may have their own, I guess, uh, do I, do I want to say agenda? Oh, uh, no, timeline. I should say timeline. Timeline because they might say, okay, I've done this for so long. It's time for me to do, uh, move into a, a different realm or go a different route in my culinary career. But, I mean, but does that does that make sense to you? You understand yeah, what it, I'm saying? It makes sense. You know, the, the chef wasn't trying to make that their home. No. They have other goals. Um, but have a sous chef or have um, someone that, you know, knows the recipes because, and, you know, everybody's an up-and-coming chef, and they want to make their taste or their flavor known or established, I suppose. Don't do it at my expense. I want it to taste the same way it tasted last yes, time right. I was here. <laughs> Maybe that's selfish. I don't know, but something. I think you remember last week I was talking, well, not you specifically, sister, but um, folks, you remember last week I was mentioning about like Union Kitchen and Ono Hawaiian Plates. Um, Union Kitchen, they're, again, a semi-permanent home. Um, they're, they're cooking outside of Sociable Cider Works. So remember, that started, and the food is served from 5 to 9 p.m., um, and then that's starting uh, at noon also on Saturdays and Sundays. But then again, I mentioned about um, Ono Hawaiian Plates. They are going to be at, uh, if you would, uh, have a short uh, residency uh, at Cook St. Paul. They have pop-ups that are, will be from uh, on Tuesdays from 11 to 8 p.m. Um, macaroni salad, rice, and some type of protein or meat. It could be chicken, katsu, beef stew you just have to kind of check on their website uh you know specifically on facebook um to find out what they're actually going to be serving so those are just things to keep in mind um so i appreciate you know information just research as i'm going through stuff and finding different things i'm just bringing out to the um to the community um maybe it's someplace new that you would like to go to or try a different type of cuisine yeah i hope this helps I really do. Um, were you going to say something? No, I'm listening. I'm, oh, I'm listening and funny. I'm learning. I was just about to ask you how do you send someone a link to the show, and then it just happened. Duh. Did you <laughs> send someone? Yeah, oh, um, nice. they're asking, um, what, what are we, where are we, what are we, how do I listen in? Oh, nice. Well, I, I'll talk about that. You know, thank you, thank you for kind of like bringing that up or letting that. And I apologize that that was not mentioned before. So, if you're interested, um, please, I. I'm, I'm glad that people are asking um, when you'd like to listen to the show and you're not local because true enough. Yes, um, we are on the east side of St. Paul, but that does not mean that you cannot listen across the nation. <laughs> uh, simply visit www.tunein.com T-U-N-E-I-N.com and then search for W-E-Q-Y. So whatever, you know, in this case, you know, after you search for WEQY, the show that is on live is what you'll hear. Right. And specifically, you know, during this hour of 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central, uh, you will hear my show, this and, show. And what's the cool part is once you're, if you're listening to the show live on Tuned In, you're a Tune in. Tune in. No D. 
sorry, tune in, you're allowed to go back. Like yes. you can move back and listen to a like part about 30 like 30 seconds or something. A like little that. bit longer. You can like mm. move back just as long as the show is still on the like, air. Oh, that's very true. And yes. um, that's a good point. Like I, I just love to hear myself on the radio. So, you know, I called in a couple of weeks ago, probably a couple of months ago. And, uh, we were all, you know, we were all listening, my, myself, my nephew and my mom. And, um, we were able to after you know because you can't listen and be on the radio so if you're listening in in that way you can hear you know you can have your conversation and then you were able to go back a few and then able to hear it and then it'll play the rest of the show as well so that's always great you know my um <laughs> good morning miss Tanae. uh thanks so much for watching uh miss Tanae williams she is she's a a very um, aspiring individual that helps she's a motivator uh, make helping people to see their their live their full potential and so she's asking me to ask you about Belize (laughs) so I mean feel free to you know talk about that you know because you have been there much more than I have Um, but gosh I have also my boss at work uh, the executive director she's about to actually leave to go to belize too it's like oh awesome where's she going what part you know and you (coughs) you could help me with this because come on what how is key caca spelled key a no i'm sorry where do i get key a from i don't know c-a-u-l-k-e-r thank you she was like no it's key caulker no, it's, it's like, called mm. Kaka. And she was like, no, no, no. I think I'm going to have to check. I was like, you go ahead well, and do that. <laughs> no, you, you you have to lower your expectations Stop sometimes it. when it comes. No, I'm not saying to be mean. Um, I'm just saying of people who are not from there and don't understand the dialect. Yeah, the dialect or even the written language, you know, the people make fun of and i don't know about any other culture because i'm not from that culture but belize has fought for so long a certain people of, of belize the educational uh, system and historical um, society has fought so long to make creole k-r-i-o-l um, an official language because it's definitely spoken if there's definitely a difference between speaking plain english or speaking broad broad creole and they're establishing it as an actual language that can be read and written and it's so funny the people that i know that are interested in learning creole they are learning it from a reading perspective the way you know you learn english your abcs and you go forth and you learn the phonetics and then you based on the sounds hearing other people speak it they get better but people who already speak creole grew up speaking it and it wasn't established as a language Mm. they can't read it they have the hardest time Mm. and so i try to keep a balance and try and learn it and i'm still always listening my Creole has definitely gotten better. You know, it, you would think that because we're Belizean, we can speak Creole automatically, but it was nope, kind of, there was, a, there was a sense of urgency in our household. You know, we didn't have ISIS, not ISIS. Ice. Ice uh, knocking on our door, mm-hmm. but our parents were, were, were weary of, or wary of that. So the, anything we could do to blend in, 
that's what we were trying to do and it was not considered um it was considered colloquial language it wasn't considered proper english or proper speaking because belize is one of the only english speaking countries in central america so you know because of the colonizers um you'll find more spanish speakers as you get closer to the mexican border and the guatemalan border but yeah the the official language of the of the of the country is english so it's, it's all really interesting if you have a ch- it helps you when you want to eat certain foods or you want to be able to pronounce certain foods i was just about to ask that yeah it absolutely like uh i don't know if you guys follow that 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 um that site or that group on Facebook is it called Pero Tu? <laughs> Pero Like. Pero Like. Pero Like. And I love it's, Pero Like. Um, we they, like Pero Like. Pero Like. Um, Julissa and um, the other gentlemen. They're, they're Dominican. I love. I love them. I love their All expression. Of them. So recently, they tried Belizean food, and I loved that all they had was wonderful things to say. But also, they were noting the comparisons between yep. how similar our food is. You know, they people don't realize how similar our food is. You know, as far as rice and beans, and some people had never had oxtail before. And yeah. Well, look at even remember. Do you remember when Avi was here and we yeah. were having um, the chicken? Right. I was already even before he tasted. I was like, you as um, Israeli um, individual, you've had this type of chicken, or maybe there might have been some type of spices that were uh, or seasonings that may have been a little bit different, that you a little less or a little more, whatever the case is. And I know he was joking and everything, but he was also being very serious about this is bringing him back to his childhood uh-huh. about the type of the way that the food was actually being had been prepared uh yeah so likewise to hear that from you know better like <laughs> uh for them to talk about it and say that you know it's familiar to them right these certain things i was like y'all, yeah i love y'all even more yeah right I appreciate the fact that they are going to like all these Latin or trying all these different Latin um, cuisines and and so forth and finding, okay, I don't like this. I do like this or or whatnot. Can you do me a favor and tag this person so that they can listen in live? Oh, you mean like uh, a Facebook live you mean or something? Yeah, just tag them so that they can listen. No problem. I'm giving my girl a shout. It probably doesn't, a shout out. It probably doesn't matter because she can't hear me. But Laura Torres, she is my spiritual sister. I love her. and She's so gorgeous. And um, I think I, she is I trying know. to be supportive today. And so we're trying to tag her. Is it a salon? Uh, no. It's, it's, it's Laura Torres. There's a bunch of Laura Torres's girl. Well, and plus, when we're not friends, it's hard to do that. Right, with the cute pouty lips. Well, you know, I've tagged you personally in our our Facebook live, so you. Okay. So you know, how how would that work? What would I tell her? Oh, that she wants she wants to try to like listen now or yeah, watch now. Yeah, she wants to listen or watch now. She can go to the Ambuji Foodie page and and watch it live if she'd like to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wish uh, she could hear me. Uh, well, okay, Laura Torres, um, in Los Angeles, right? Yes, she's in Los Angeles. Well, actually, she's not in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. She's in, 
the San Bernardino area, I believe. Well, because there are a bunch of Laura Torres's, and I don't know. Go to. I know. Just tell her to go to the Unbougie Foodie Facebook page. And, you know, we are currently live. Anyway, continuing on with our conversation, though, when it comes down to, um, you know, Belize cuisine, is there something, and this is a question that I could then take back to my, my, my boss. What do you think is the one thing that she needs to have um, when she goes to Belize? Um, food, I, I mean, we're talking about food yes, wise. Yes, food wise. Are you thinking? Yeah, I am thinking. Um, she definitely needs to have panadas. Uh, that's what I said. Um, and it would be good for her to try some of their gaming meat. Right. Maybe some gibnat or iguana. Oh, my goodness. You know, so that she can actually have. Because cause you can get panadas anywhere. You know, we can make I mean, it's panadas. A straight, it's a street. Uh, right. It's almost like a street. Uh, almost like it was street tacos Like a street taco. Yeah, right. Exactly. And they do have little stands and things that sell it. But... Um, I my thing is stay away from Belizean fusion until you've had the real Belize Belizean cuisine, food yeah. and the real Belizean cuisine, and there are so many people, even people that you just will meet in the marketplace or out on your travels. Once they see that you're American or that you're from somewhere else, they're so happy to share you know a meal with you. Have the authentic stuff before you start having the fusion. Exactly. And if you are going there as a tourist and you may stay at some of the nicer resorts. You might you might not always get you know the authentic you know fry jack with your tea dinan tea in the morning <laughs> you know that you might get something else that's similar to that but you want to have the real experience the whole experience and you definitely can get it if you avail yourself to the right people exactly I see I'm glad we felt alike in that because I told her definitely have panadas and then my first thing was definitely have gibnut yeah and i'm she was like well what is it it's i'm like well i don't know it's hard to describe but it is a game game meat there um but belizeans do actually do it very well um they prepare it you know i don't even really know how what else they would actually prepare it with but i would assume rice and some type of gravy and well when i had it yeah First of all, I had no idea that I was eating it and I was tricked because I guess oh, they thought, you know, she's new. She and probably she won't mm-hmm. eat it if, if we tell her what it right is. Now. And um, but it was very good. It it tasted similar to beef. And I, I think that they prepared it the way we would have prepared some stewed beef okay. with onions and there was potatoes and and I could taste mustard and, you know, they use Ricardo and all that where there was a nice thick gravy and I had it with, with rice and beans. Okay, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm... As I, opposed to beans and rice, there's rice and beans. There's stew beans and rice mm-hmm. where the beans and rice are separate and then there's what other cultures call <laughs> rice and peas. We call rice and beans. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay, so thank you all so... Thank you all so much. My goodness. I, I admittedly... I, you know, it jumps to, well, I mean, these individuals that are jumping on and seeing Facebook <laughs> Live, it kind of like, I looked at a number and it was like, what? 
dope. So yeah, you know, definitely, kind of please, um, if you're logged in through Facebook Live and you're watching us, please share. Share yeah, with someone that you free. think it might be interested in. I'm share. here every Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, although she's not here every, she might be on, you know, the phone or something like that calling in. But, you know, I'm this is my sister. She is here in spirit. You know, this is, uh, it, when we get together, it's always a great time. Yeah. Um, when we talk about food, when we just talk, have conversations and everything, that's what we do. Um, but, yeah, see, I have to go back once again to, I'm glad that we were thinking alike. And I told her, you know, you agreed with me on what she should yeah, have. Yeah, what she should have. Because, you know, I, I was like, man, the two major things that, I, I could that come to mind immediately where was that and for those who are vegan there are vegan options oh, for pinatas they um can put beans exactly. in there uh, refried beans and yeah, chickpeas you could have yeah uh, and, and they do it you they're know. very they're on they're very on top of things when it comes to that they realize that some people just want vegan and then there's a sauce now I, this is what i like to look for the mm. similarities between different cultures and i, I apologize um, for not knowing exactly if it was Haitian or if it was Trinidad, but they have something called, um, oh wow, I've been saying Ooh. it all week, but it's like an onion sauce, um, our version of onion sauce. Mm -hmm. It has cabbage, it has other ve vegetables in it, it has vinegar. They kind of soak it in vinegar, okay. they put it with everything in it. It's slipping my mind. I'm sure that as soon as we get off air, I'm going to remember it. But that's like our onion sauce. It's not Quirthi, though, is it? No. Okay. It's something else. And I'll, like I said, I'll I'll remember it okay. when it no longer matters. Oh, boy. Um, but I love the, the similarities between the, the cultures. And if people are still holding, you know, on to unspoken or subconscious grudges or um, things involving the differences in how we live and who we are culturally, if you realized how similar we are, you would, you know, those things would disappear. You would, you, it'd be easy for you to let it go um, because we're so much, we're more alike than we know. Pero like. Especially when you're exactly pero like. With Julissa and Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel. What? Gadiel. Gadiel. G-A-D-I-E. One day when we get their name right, then we have to invite them to listen to the show. But Can you please imagine? I know. Well, share the show. Exactly. Um, we're trying to get to a thousand. We're trying to get to a thousand likes. So please like and share if you're uh, listening via Facebook Live. And please, a it, good promoter. this is a, a great opportunity. I know that it's in on the East on the West Coast. It's like eight o'clock in the morning going up for nine right now. Mm -hmm. It may not be the most ideal time to listen, but um, then give him a day or two and he uploads the show to uh, SoundCloud. Exactly. And then you can listen to all the shows, but also you can reach um, you can have access to all the shows at the website, www.theunbougiefoodie.com. I, I want to say also, too, um, if you do start to follow, um, you know, the Unbougie Foodie, myself, the Unbougie Foodie, um, either on you know, any areas of social media, uh, honestly, if you send me an email or, you know, a Facebook like or something, I will definitely send you out. I have these wonderful branding items oh, literally yeah. you know 
I, I love to write with a pen. I love to, this sound, I don't know how facetious this sounds, but I love signing my name when it comes down to, well, I like my, okay, my mother, oh, shush. <laughs> my mother really put some emphasis on us signing our name, especially doing cursive. I mean, that was like the thing, her thing. And so when I sign my name, sometimes it looks like my mother has signed it. Or maybe Very I nice just, signature. But I, I always like having a, a really nice pen to write with, and I want to share that with you all as well. So I know everybody needs a pen, and I'm more than happy to send out, uh, you know, a, a thank you for the follow, for the like, well, follow specifically because you know I want you to be able to you know follow me on the shows and and stay up to up to date. So um, Laura, if you're listening, if yeah. you finally got to the link and you can hear me, Laura Torres, my friend, you will definitely be getting a oh, little definitely. thank you because no one's ever asked for a link or to be able to follow our live. So we appreciate Yay, you. We appreciate Just tell you. us, you know, um, type in what your favorite color is. Exactly. And after the show, we'll get you know your information and send this off to you because it's really nice it's also a stylus on the other side exactly that works uh, really great works the, really well and the newest ones are coordinated with the color of the pen so i i'm excited about that oh yeah I, i'm so geeked about these i really am and i know you should be they're just i don't know things that you hand out or whatever and you want people to remember you by yeah definitely like a business card or whatnot but at the same time it's like okay I really want to share this. The show is quickly coming to an end. <laughs> it, Every it time is. we get together like this, it seems like there's never enough time. Um, are we going to do the Groupon segment? Mm. We don't have time. My We've goodness. got two minutes. No, we don't. Trust me, we do not. We will do that, that Groupon. I'm sorry we didn't get around to the So next time, just listen for... Get your group on. Get, get your, your group, group on. on. Get, get your group, group on. on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much, Facebook Live uh, watchers. We appreciate Hi, you. Thank you, you very much. Thank you so much, listeners that are listening on the um, social media and the TuneIn app and uh, other areas. We really do appreciate it. And so I, you know, as I end every show, well, I got to thank you, sister, for being here. No really problem. You know, love I really appreciate you here. being here with you. Um, but as I end every show, uh, remember, never let anyone tell you what type of food you to be because really it is all about the food. All about the food. It is all about the food. And so until next time, taste it. We even got ratchet foodies out there. Unbougie food day.